0: I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: It's 7 o'clock on a Saturday evening, and you were expecting to hear your host, or your usual host, Stacy McCain, and he's not here. He's traveling on the road, so you're getting the other guy on the other podcast to welcome you. Hi, I'm John Hogue, and we're originating this evening from Studio B at Stately Hogue Manor, and Stacey hasn't joined us yet, according to the indicators on the control board here. But hello, Diana. It says you're here.
2: I'm here. I'm here. I was expecting Stacy.
1: Well, I was expecting Stacy as well. I mean, he has <laughs> the link. So uh, we'll just see if he pops in and joins us. Otherwise, we'll just okay. have to party by ourselves.
2: We shall manage. I'm sure we shall per- persevere. <sighs>
1: well, yes, Stacy, by the way, blogs at the other McCain. Uh, I blog at uh, Hogwash. And ah, Stacy has joined us. Hi, yes. Stacy. Earth, Stacey, Stacy, you're on the control panel, but are you muted?
0: Can you hear me?
1: Yes, oh, we can't. We can't yes. when, yes. can when you talk
0: to us. Okay. Yes, Uh-oh. I'm here now. Is there any delay in my signal? Well, what you've you've got something turned up
1: in the background where uh, we're getting uh, repeated, so you need to we're getting
0: uh, feedback.
1: Yeah, you you need to use you need to use your earphones.
0: Okay, well, hang on a second. Here's what I'll do. I'll take it off of a speaker if I can figure out how to do that. Mm. Usually
2: it's a sort of a loudspeaker-looking little thing.
1: Yep, Control-Alt-Delete will work. Oh, no, you aren't on your PC. You're on your phone, aren't you?
0: I'm I'm on my phone, yes. Okay, Okay, so I'm trying to figure out why it's on speaker. Huh. Hang on. There's someone else mm. is in the studio. Oh, uh, Diana's with us. I'm here.
1: Yes, and someone popped in and out. Oh.
0: Okay, uh, hang on any- a second. I'm
2: not the MMA
0: okay,
1: guy again, I, I... I hope. <laughs> you Stacy. Stacy?
0: No? Yes.
1: Yeah. Hello. There yeah, you are. Yes, there you are. Is my signal good? <laughs> yes, you're just fine when you talk to us, but only when you talk to us. <laughs> only. Oh, Why are we okay. Echo, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, okay. We're 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 at the, we're at the top of the the. Did you get the uh, suggested agenda?
0: Yes, I did see the suggested agenda. I'm I'm uh, standing in the woods in Ohio right now, uh, and so I'm I'm uh, not in front of my computer. So you'll have to cue me uh, about the agenda items as we come to them.
1: Well, we're gonna we're gonna first talk at least if we follow the alleged schedule. We're gonna talk about the twitters, um, and I had a post up. Uh, early in the week saying much is proceeding as I have foreseen. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, a big chunk of the mainstream media has has been just absolutely beside themselves with Musk buying Twitter. And of course the great joke (laughs) at, The, I, uh, you know, I, I do uh, consulting work for NASA at Goddard Space Flight Center, and uh, I was on base doing some lab work. And it, uh, several people, every time they ran into bureaucratic hassles, said, "Maybe us will buy it. Musk will buy us." So, mm-hmm. so um, it. But uh, there was a wonderful headline on an op-ed at uh, in the New York Times. Twitter under Elon Musk. Will be a scary place. Scary
2: place.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, because you know, they may have to repeat. They may have to compete with uncensored reporting of facts that contradict the narrative, and I can understand why that would uh, seem dangerous to them.
2: Well, yeah, it means that they actually might have to engage in actual thought.
1: (laughs) Well, that (laughs) and and the
2: fact
1: that, and the fact that even if they think about it, if they have bad ideas that won't survive in the marketplace of (laughs) ideas. Uh, it uh, kind of uh, isn't good for their brand. Uh, but... Yeah, uh,
0: I had so a... Uh,
1: go ahead. We're almost... Re- uh, well, yeah, I had I had a post up, basically, uh, that said, yeah, hey, this looks pretty good. But uh, I recounted how I had been one of the very first people to be permanently banned from Twitter. And they hadn't quite got the the system down properly so after a, a bunch of legal uh cases that were associated with the lies that were told to get me banned they decided maybe they would let me back on um although they only let me have my business account back they would let me have my personal account so i might i changed my avatar to be the p- picture headshot picture i use of me uh on the uh, the blog but with uh, duct tape applied across my mouth and i haven't changed it yet i'm going to wait and see uh if i get my personal account back maybe i'll get lose the deck duct tape meanwhile <laughs> there is a movement to free stacy
0: yay <laughs> well you know the um uh, the free stacy movement isn't moving very uh fast uh, right. uh the hang on a second let me uh let me uh, see if I can't. No, I can't get to that post on, on my uh, blog. But, yeah, uh, what happened to me, of course, was that I was accused of participating in targeted abuse, although it was never explained who was targeted, how they were abused, or how I participated in that. And it was a... Stacy.
1: Well,
0: yes, Stacy. yes, that's uh,
1: happened. Yes, Stacy, the reason, yes, St- the reason you were treated that way is because they did let people know who uh, I allegedly targeted and basically that when they, when they let the actual alleged facts out, it becomes, uh, they become liable for defamation. So that's mm-hmm. the reason why they won't say, well, what they, why they did what they did to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at, at the time, I'm sorry about that. At the time that it happened. Okay. At the time that it happened, everyone who had been following my account said, well, Stacy, wasn't doing anything, you know, that they hadn't seen, you know, in the case, for example, of uh, Charles Johnson, not Charles J- yes. the, Charles Johnson who used yeah. to uh, write for Breitbart, but, uh, uh LGF. He was accused of doxing people. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Uh Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, uh, in that case was one of it. And, and, you know, he uh, argues that he didn't. But anyways, but the point is, is that they knew why he was banned. Okay. In the case of uh, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, he had said some very rude things about that actress from the remake of Ghostbusters. You know, and and there were there were, you know, in Mm -hmm. other cases, there were specific reasons why uh, they knew that. But what I had been doing, uh, of course, was calling attention to what feminists uh, uh, were saying. And I had been uh, in particular, I had um, uh, called attention to the fact that. they had named that awful woman whose name now escapes me from feminist fr- Anita Sarkeesian that Ar- mm-hmm. Anita Sarkeesian mm-hmm. had been named as uh, a member of their trust and safety uh, council at Twitter. Silly and Orwellian. I called her a. T- t- t-
2: Orwellian. What? <laughs> I regarded that whole thing as truly Orwellian. The Truth and Safety, or the uh, uh, Trust and Safety Council, Trust was, to safety. my mind, truly, truly Orwellian in its titling, especially considering their behavior.
0: Oh yeah, and um, uh, Anita Sarkeesian, as you know, was a central figure mm-hmm. in the whole GamerGate controversy, and. Um, and uh, I had called her a totalitarian ideologue. Well, apparently calling people totalitarian ideologues doesn't sit very well with totalitarian ideologues. Mm-hmm. And so, so, you know, in other mm-hmm. words, just speaking the blunt truth about these people is enough uh, to get yourself banned. And at the time, if, if you will recall, it was February uh, 16th. Uh, uh, February of 2016 uh just a week before uh CPAC and in the middle of a presidential campaign and and people were astonished uh uh at my banishment but then later you know about five months later they banned uh Milo and uh and uh, everything has escalated since then. Alex Jones, uh, you know, President Trump, of course. Uh, but a lot of other people uh, have been banned, including they have repeatedly banned Gay Patriot, a.k.a. Bruce Carroll. And, and Bruce, by the way, of course, is still on the platform, uh, but he just can't get his Gay Patriot handle back. Mm hmm. Well, yeah I mean, but the whole thing is is that
1: you know I was on one of the leaning edge people that, that got banned, and it was basically because I was uh engaging in truthful reporting about Brett kimberland mm-hmm. and I was accused because i was because I was reporting truthfully about his actions I, that was uh, labeled targeted abuse of his teenage daughter huh. who I never oh, who yeah. i never oh, yeah. mentioned who i who I never mentioned by name, and only ever mentioned uh, uh, w- when I was describing the the identity of, of people who were in various court proceedings.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, even, yeah, even, and and, and go even ahead. when she even when she testified against us in uh, the. Uh, the uh, first lawsuit that uh, Brett filed against uh, you and me and uh, Ali and Kimberlyn Unmasked and uh, Aaron Walker, uh, you know, it, 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 even when she testified on the stand about that, I kept her name out of it. Hmm. I mean, so, you know, it's, yeah. just, it, yeah. it, it's well, just absolutely I mean, staggering. I mean, it's
0: going to be interesting. This... It's going to be interesting to see. The thing uh, is, is that what. Go, we're Go having ahead. a little it's bit no of a job. delay problem. Go I was going ahead. to say that uh, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that for, to you know, people get banned because someone complains. Okay, it's yeah. it, in other words that yeah. the left it goes about and they've organized campaigns. To get various people and to to banned, okay. Now that to me in itself is abusive, okay. The the it idea is. that we're going to silence you, uh, uh, you know, for disagreeing with us, and and there have been lists circulated, um, among them that that they just uh, brigade people with uh, complaints about their uh, content on Twitter. And, and that behavior by the left uh, to organize to silence their opposition uh, is really at the heart of what has gone wrong at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, but well, you it know, only the, the...
2: takes five people, uh, amplified by bots.
1: Well, right. yeah, but the other thing is just, the, the other thing going on is, though, uh, Twitter watches accounts that get enough followers and you don't, they don't have, it doesn't take a complaint. It just takes one of the uh, trust and safety people uh, seeing something at a, uh, uh, at Babylon B or libs of TikTok, and bang, they're gone.
0: So,
2: okay.
0: yeah, you know, no, well, but there were be... people behind the scenes. There were people behind the scenes who had targeted those accounts. And you'll notice mm-hmm. by the way, You'll notice, by the way, that the uh, that they that the banning of libs of TikTok uh, happened after uh, some of the videos that they had posted, right? Got um, uh, got called to attention by uh, Tucker Carlson, who is another one of the left's targets for silencing. By the way, the New York Times has a huge package in their weekend uh, section about, uh, you know, about how, what a dangerous, you know, white rage and, you know, oh, uh, Tucker on. Carlson. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, sure.
0: But, but, you know,
1: we're going to now, Biden uh, is going to protect us from all this. I mean, uh, we now are going to have in the Department of Homeland Security, uh, yeah, without they're any they're statutory true. authority that I can find, a, go- a disinformation governance board. And at first, I thought that meant they were admitting they were governing through disinformation.
2: Yeah, but, I know. I, I know. My first thought with that was, uh, "Guys, <laughs> phrasing."
1: <laughs> you know, but it turns out basically what it is 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 uh, the Democrats' version of the Ministry of Truth. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, so I took one look at the official picture of uh, Nina Jankowicz. Uh, and I mean, she's not an ugly person, but she's not someone I would think of as particularly hot, but she does have that crazy look. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the look in her <laughs> eyes and the smirk on her face in this official uh, portrait with the flag and the uh, Homeland Security seal in the background. I mean, I immediately flashed back 40 some odd years to an album by uh, uh, by uh, Frank Zappa <laughs> called called Joe's Garage, and mm-hmm. it is narrated by a character uh, called the Central Scrutinizer. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. The, the the central The central scrutinizers uh, begins the album by telling you it is my responsibility to enforce all the laws that haven't been passed yet. It is also yeah. my responsibility to alert each and every one of you to the potential consequences of various ordinary everyday activities. And it goes on from there. And it's mm-hmm. just it just seems so much to to fit this this thing, because, I mean, she had this uh, crazy look, and then within a day, within a day, she had, uh, uh, there, there had been enough of her footprint on the interwebs uh, come up that this thing from TikTok just absolutely shows right. me, shows me that she, that was picked because The Biden administration for that job views her as. The ring is
0: really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet. So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide a lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared that intel from Ukraine, or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain, they're laundering the sin when we really should take note and not support their lies with our wallet, voice, or vote. Oh, information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a fox to takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress, or makes mainstream sound less Information's
2: origin seems slightly less atrocious. <laughs> okay then that soy laugh did not help dear um but
1: i mean well look but you can see why she's the kind of person for this position that biden would find practically perfect in every way
2: yeah Uh, and into the bargain i'm sorry but she's one of those people who like uh shows up in every gilbert and sullivan uh, uh society in she every a, suburban she, town,
1: she t- she took a course in acting in uh, her sophomore year, and mm-hmm. uh, basically all, all she learned how to do was overact. Uh, but well, she's day, had
2: even less. She's had less voice training than I've had. But uh well, that was yeah, bad.
1: but well, when I was in the music business oh in Nashville, uh, <laughs> my usual response to that sort of performance would be would have been, "Don't give up your day job." But in her case. We might be better off if she did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, 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 we yeah. we know that yeah. all you really uh, want to uh, do is yeah. Gilbert and Sullivan.
1: <laughs> but uh, Stacy, yes. though, on the other on the other hand, had a much better uh, uh, post about uh, music and our musical heritage, uh, uh, which I uh, would. Uh, probably have referred to as being about a medley of my hit. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a story. It it is a weird story uh, in rock and roll history of a guy who was a one, uh, one hit wonder twice uh, a decade apart from each other. Um, uh, uh, Give me the name, Bill. What's his I'm sorry, name? I'm
2: scrolling. I'm scrolling Bartlett? like mad. Bill Bartlett. Bill Bartlett.
0: Sorry. Bill Bartlett. There. Bill Bartlett. In uh, in uh, the town of Oxford, Ohio, uh, which, as you know, is home to Miami University, uh, mm-hmm. but in the college town of um, Oxford, Ohio, he got together a band, uh, and they soon. Uh, uh, signed on with a New York-based label uh, And and their uh, first hit uh, Their first record was a flop And so uh, the record company Had their producer uh, team up with another writer To try to come up with a hit for them And the result of that was a song Which the band hated and yet, it became a hit. Uh, known, and this group was the Lemon Pipers, and their hit was Green Tambourine. Uh, and and that was a big hit in 1967 uh, when a lot of people were on drugs. Oh, I, I, re- I, remember, okay.
1: ha- I remember being stuck with it on the playlist.
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, No, that's
1: that. that it was yeah, one of those songs and, and, where you where you turned down. It was one of the songs where you turned down the monitor till it was almost over because you would do, uh, find an excuse to need to do other administrative tasks. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yes, right. Well, anyways, and so uh, the, the band never could come up with a follow up, and uh, within two years they had broken up in 1969. Well. In the meantime, uh, this same um, this same organization, uh, this New York-based Buddha Records, uh, uh, had an, uh, a a a, um, uh, a production team uh, which uh, invented what became known as bubblegum music. Uh, and, and this was a, a song by a group called the Ohio express. And the name of the song was yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. And if you remember that, <laughs> oh my God, you're old. Okay.
2: <laughs> it got
0: reused it, it as was, a serial commercial. I'm so
1: old that I got out of, uh, the uh, DJ before that one hit. <laughs>
0: Okay, but but the song yummy, yummy, yummy" uh, was uh, 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 became a smash hit, But the group that were recorded it did not actually exist, okay? It was what happened was is that they had a demo record. OK, someone someone had the, the songwriter behind that song had submitted a demo uh, to this production team. And the demo was good enough that they said, hey, this is a record. So they released it under the name of the group Ohio Express, OK, which is not on the record at all. OK, and so 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 this this unscrupulous uh Uh, uh, Production team Was was kind of notorious For doing these kind of things Well meanwhile Bill Bramlett uh, After the Breakup of Lemon Pipers Had returned to Ohio And was attending university At Miami University In his hometown of Oxford Ohio Uh, When he started uh, uh, Started another group Um uh that with uh then included some of the former members of the lemon lemon pipers and this group was called oh i've I dropped the name what was Star it called Struck. originally star-struck. starstruck starstruck thank you very much and and they uh played bars and stuff like that for a couple of years uh and and then they decided to kind of get serious uh, you know, they said, hey, we've got something here you know, we, you know, we can uh, do something. So they recorded a single uh, and the single uh, uh, and they, they actually paid money. And this you could do this back in the day uh, to get to get a thousand uh, records pressed okay they went to the studio they recorded and they they pressed a thousand copies of this uh 45 single and and gosh kids listening to this have no idea how this used to work uh, but anyways oh. and 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 uh they started uh opening uh concerts they opened for uh, various groups including Fleetwood Mac the Eagles and Foghat and uh, <laughs> were, and this record became kind of a regional hit. Back in the day, you could have those kind of things that you know local radio stations started to play this uh, record by uh, Starstruck. and uh, they thought they might get somewhere, but after uh, 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 but after November of um, in late 1975, Uh, The guys were just, you know, figured they weren't getting anywhere. And so they gave it up. Uh, You know, the band broke up again. Then Bill Bramlett gets uh, in the spring of 1976. Bill Bramlett uh, gets a call from the production team uh, at um, in New York uh, that had done Yummy 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 and, and this time though They were looking to put together A hard rock band They, you know, Hard rock was the way to go In 1976 And so the, their, Bill Bramlett uh, Somehow occurred to them as a, as a guitarist And they invited him uh, To audition for the band So he goes to New York And he takes with him a copy of this single by Starstruck. All right? And uh the producer liked it so much. Okay, then he, he yo, hey, you're in the band. Okay, and this is going to be your first single. So then, Bill Bramlett goes back to Ohio and offers the other guys three thousand dollars for their share of the song. He said, "You know, I'm buying it outright because what the song was was a cover of a traditional blues song that had first been recorded in 1933 by the uh." Uh, folk mu- music. Uh, uh fi- what was their names? Help please. me, John Lomax yes, and his music- son Allen. Thank you. Uh, the Lomaxes had had recorded this in 1933 in a prison in Texas. Okay, Sugarland uh, prison by an inmate. Yeah, yeah. The the state prison farm in Sugarland, Texas, and the uh inmate who sang it uh was nicknamed Ironhead, okay? Okay. Well, it, it, this song, this song had then been later covered uh by the blues legend known as Lead Belly. Uh, and so so this was a song from 1933, and probably, by the way, it, was, it, had, it had gone back in folk history long back before then. It was a, a, mm-hmm. uh, a, a work song, right? Mm-hmm. And it was in call right and rhythm. response. Right, right, right. It was a work song with a call and response type of thing going on in it well anyways and so they had done this rock and roll version of this early folk blues song uh and you know the guys in the band that recorded it got three thousand dollars cash take it or leave it well uh (laughs) this the the bottom line of the story is that the group formed in new york uh was was uh listed as the performer on the single when it came out, which was the exact same single that starstruck had recorded that all they had done is to edit uh, the song for radio. It was just, you know, they had, you know, you used to could edit tape. Okay. It was just an edit of their version of the song. Uh, I think the original version was five minutes, and they cut it down to three seventeen or something like that. And the name yep. of the song yep. was "Black Betty," the, and the group was Ram Jam. And and that's the story of how this 1933 folk song. Uh, became a, a gigantic hit in 1977.
2: Yep, and, and that's as Paul Harman Harvey used
0: to say. Now you the, know the rest of the story. Now you know rest of the story. Yes.
1: Well, you yeah, know, but there, there, there's lots of other um, uh, songs like that. For example, mm-hmm. uh, in 1932, Roy Acuff recorded a Kentucky uh, uh, mountain blues song. Uh, uh, and uh, it got covered in the sixties uh, as house of the rising sun. Rising it was sun. rising, sun, rising sun blues. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, there's all sorts of that, that sort of stuff going on. Uh, but, you know, that's the yeah, way people well, the make, thing make is that's that what's, is- can I finish? Uh, But that's the the way lots of people made their living in the music business through the 60s and 70s. I worked probably 50% of the sections I worked in Nashville were what were called text nobody sessions. There was a deal where you got a a week's worth of studio time uh, in a less than first line studio. And uh, you left town the, the following Monday with a thousand twelve-inch LPs, and that, all that for two thousand dollars, and uh, you know, b- back in the late '60s and early '70s, there were a lot of Holiday Inn circuit bands uh, doing that, or small gospel groups. Uh, mm-hmm. It's 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 a way to make a living. Another way to make a living is to actually do some shoe level journal, shoe leather journalism. And get people to support you in it, Stacy. Tell us about the yellow button
0: and its glorious yeah, uh, return uh, 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 earlier this week. Yes, earlier this week, I I posted the uh, glorious return of the big yellow button. You see, uh, you know, uh, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice. Uh, In the top, uh, near the top of the center column on the blog, you will notice a yellow button with the word donate on it. Well, now, sometimes, you know, uh, I have uh, regular tip jar hitters who, who give me, you know, 10 or 15 or sometimes more money than that every month. Uh, but uh, sometimes just for the nearsighted readers I enlarge the yellow button <laughs> And so because of this road trip that I'm on uh, I, I I enlarge the uh, yellow button this week to uh, So that you can contribute dollars, shekels, uh, pesos And we used to take rubles But uh, Mr. Putin has run, ruined that to, for us lately Uh, but anyways but if you will click on the yellow button it will take you to my paypal account where you can contribute to the support of the blog uh, to the support of the podcast and of course to keep my wife happy because keeping my wife happy is job number one and she likes it when i make money Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hoag's site, HoagWash.com. Ah, uh, yes. Well, you see, I believe in having multiple income
1: streams, and so there's multiple ways that you could support Hogwash. First of all, uh, you could click on that uh, tip jar icon over in the sidebar on the right, and it would take you off to my PayPal account where you can make a uh, donation to support the blog. Or you could scroll down to the... Uh, link to the hogwash store, do your shopping there, buy all sorts of interesting, um, items. Let's just call them items, uh, that, uh, have some sort of branding related to the blog, or you can shop either, uh, uh we well, can shop using the Amazon, uh, links on the Uh, blog. Uh, By the way, uh, also you can do this at lots of other blogs, including the other McCamey shop using those links with a participant of the Amazon affiliates program. Uh, The blogger gets a small cut of the action, which is something nice Amazon does to support the blogosphere. Um, Or in the case of uh hogwash. you can click on uh, the menu bar at the top where it says DMCA contact information. That's got my mailing address and phone number on it. And if you want to actually mail uh, a check or money, you can do that too. We even uh, we would appreciate uh, a shipment of Imperial Gold Tsarish rubles. That would, uh, we'll take those as well. Regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most important words in the English language.
2: Hit the freaking tip jar. Yes,
1: please. But speaking of economics, oh, uh,
2: yes.
1: we're going to have to talk about Bidenomics, I'm afraid.
2: Do we have to? It hurts. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> yes, it's
1: it's going to hurt for a long time. Glenn uh, Reynolds had a uh, one of his weekly uh, columns over at the uh, New York Post uh about stagflation is staring Biden in the face and he refuses to change course. I mean, Biden is doing everything wrong that Jimmy Carter did that was wrong and then wonders why we have inflation, wonders why we have and and wonders why we have low growth. But, you know, first the inflation was just imaginary. We were uh-huh. And then it was transitory. And then it had to do with the supply, supply chain glitches because of COVID. And then now it's Putin's fault. Uh, <laughs> and, right. And it's it's like, you know, they're running out of uh, lies. I mean, they can't even come up with, with quasi-believable lies to explain it. And, you know, inflation is caused by the value of money going down. And the reason money goes down is because, there's more of it compared to the goods you have available to buy, and so uh, if I if I'm going to ask for more of your money if you want any of my goods or services, that's just the way things work. Um, and you know we have things like fact checkers trying to defend this whole thing by saying, "Well, no, they haven't actually printed the money." Well, yeah, they're printing money, it's,
2: <laughs> but they they're, they're the printing
1: money. it di- they're, well they're printing it digitally now.
2: Yeah, yeah, which means it's even more imaginary than it was before. Well, look, I have two cars, a uh, a
1: 2021 Volkswagen uh, GTI and a 2014 Volkswagen New Beetle diesel. Mm. And um, the last time I bought diesel fuel, it was a buck 20 a gallon more than get than regular and that has very scary uh implications for the supply chain because uh at, at the cost of goods you really need to turn the ringer off uh and uh the um
2: do not disturb mode works beautifully yep
1: yeah. uh but the you know
2: what we
1: you know when you costs more than a thousand bucks to fill up the tank on your semi, right. And you got to buy two more tanks of fuel to get across the country. You know, that is going to affect the price of everything that rolls on a truck. If you have, if, if the railroads are paying that much more for diesel fuel to run the locomotives, guess what? And, uh, you know, in order to pay to get the stuff off the train, you know, somebody's going to have to cough that up and they're going to want to be reimbursed. So, uh, you know, it's not only do we have too uh, many dollars chasing too uh, few goods, uh, we're spending more than we really sanely ought to have to. Um, please put it in do not disturb mode. Um, the, um, you know, we're going to have to do this. We're going to have to get a handle on this. And mm-hmm. you, you, you see the Federal Reserve, uh, uh, when inflation was running like this, the discount rate was 20% back in, uh-huh. 19, in the early 80s. It's a third of a percent right now. Mm. It's just no one in the government uh, or in the Federal Reserve seems to be acting with any sanity toward what's happening.
0: Well, what happened, I can't quite John? Believe this. What happened? This goes yep. back, by the way. This goes back to the late nineties. If you if you'll think about it, if you will remember the uh, crash of the dot com bubble, right in the late nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. dot com bubble of the late nineties collapsed, and and so there was hit of um a slight recession uh, going into um, the um, Bush presidency. Okay. So he he took over a, an economy that had just experienced the uh, bust of the dot-com bubble. And so the idea was uh, that they needed to juice up the economy. Uh, but, <laughs> and so, <laughs> they cut taxes and everything else. But what happened next, of course, was nine one one. one one which was a, a, a financial uh, 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 crisis, as you recall, that, uh, uh, for instance, the travel industry and, and others uh, were seriously affected. So uh, they started pumping you know, at the Federal Reserve, and they kept that up throughout the Bush years, and and that and of course what happened was the housing bubble, okay, mm-hmm. and then the housing bubble wow. burst in uh, 2008, and so they actually lowered the interest rate below zero. The prime rate was below zero. Uh, and there's a word for that. Uh, and it's not insanity, but uh, there's actually a phrase to describe that. Uh, but anyways, and so, so they started uh, you know, pumping, and they have continued to have their foot on the gas ever since. and you know, And now it's spiraled completely out of control. Well, the other thing
1: that happened, uh, driving the uh, 2007, thousand seven two thousand eight two thousand nine disaster in the housing industry, where uh, uh, housing regulations put in place during the uh, Clinton administration, and uh, so yes. you know mm-hmm. there there there's all sorts of uh, 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 all sorts of stuff where people trying to buy votes have bought us uh, have have actually wound up buying us this inflation. Um, uh-huh. And, and you know
0: thing. what would but, what would also what what would what would even make uh, inflation worse? By the way, I, is this uh, idea of of uh, uh, student loan uh, forgiveness or whatever they're calling it?
2: Oh Lord, yeah. Uh, the moratoriums on repayment too. have been bad enough.
0: Well, you know, I mean, but see, I mean,
1: but the thing is, is that there's no, you know. Those people who don't understand history are going to get to do it over again. And if you look at first the expansion of federal spending in uh, mm-hmm. the with the Great Society in the uh, latter half of the '60s, and then you look at the uh, rapid expansion of the federal bureaucracy through the uh, through the regulatory state uh, created mostly by the Nixon administration, we get the OSHA and the EPA and all that crowd. Mm-hmm. no wonder things fell apart under carter uh he didn't have he, he didn't you know there wasn't everything all the support for what would be a normal economy had been eaten away so it's you know it's not surprising that we are where uh, where we are now the thing is uh you know, supposedly the front row kids, the guy, the, the, the boys and girls who were the A-plus students were the ones who got us there. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you just have to wonder about uh, how bright and how good the best and the brightest are. And how good the best and the brightest
0: are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, the, uh, the collapse of expertise. I keep
2: coming back to Orwell. there are some ideas so stupid only an intellectual could believe them.
1: Yes, but you know exactly. on the other hand, uh, these are the bright these are the brightest kids in the class. Look at what happened mm-hmm. with the nicest kids.
2: Oh yeah. Stacy, that is your
0: sad cue. Okay for, for which one? Uh, nicest nicest I, I'm sorry I'm not grade. I don't have my blog in front of me.
2: Shall I pull it up? Shall I pull yes, this please. up? It's, All right.
0: The nicest yeah, just tell parade. me what it is.
2: Okay, Raymond it's Spencer. Uh, the about the Raymond Spencer our... 23. I'm sorry. Say hello to Raymond Spencer 23 and while you're at it you can also say goodbye. Take it away Stacy. Okay.
0: Oh yeah, this was the uh, D.C. shooter uh, uh, mm-hmm. this past week, uh, and and uh, and w- w- it actually happened a, a week ago, Friday, uh, that uh, there was a report of a of a mass shooting uh, in Northwest D.C. and when. And uh it, when it first happened, you know, we all have that same thing when one of these things break. you know, it's breaking news on Fox News or whatever CNN., uh, you know, it's you know, mass shooting reported. And we're watching the police response and everything like that. Well, uh, you know, the first thing you know, those of us in the blogosphere think about is, okay, is it ours or theirs? You know, is it one of us mm-hmm. or is it one of them? In other words, you know, everything is political now, so you immediately uh, start thinking is this, uh, you know, a Muslim terrorist? Is this uh, you know, some sort of right-wing extremist? And uh, in the case of uh, Raymond here, Uh, I don't think he was a Trump voter. I'm going to just put that out there. Um, But uh, it appears uh, that what happened uh, was this was uh, a loner, uh, 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 a kid who uh, one of his former classmates described him as the nicest kid in class. uh, uh, And uh, but uh, he got a rifle uh uh and was in the fourth floor window of his apartment building and just started shooting uh random people fortunately none of them died but as i keep telling you crazy people are dangerous yeah. and uh and this is yeah. one of them well but, but
1: we'll we'll get specific to our specific crazy of the week in just a bit but meanwhile you know that was piddling between what went on uh, with mayor frogfoot's city Fra- frogface's city
0: uh-huh. yeah you know, she's um...
2: <laughs> shall i read your first paragraph
0: yes go ahead
2: as chicago's first amphibian american mayor Lori Lightfoot has difficulty relating to the problems of mammals. While it may be unfair to accuse Mayor Frogface of anti human prejudice, she just doesn't seem to have a lot of sympathy for us warm blooded creatures.
1: Yeah, at least 35 yeah, shot to yeah. Friday. In- Go ahead. Well, no, it, uh, that's your cue. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. There sure. were at least 35 people shot last weekend uh, in Mayor Lori Lightfoot, Chicago. I finally managed to call this up just by Googling frog face, Mayor frog face. OK, so so any, anyways, uh, 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 let's see, a total of 35 people were shot, five of them fatally. Uh, um but you you might be surprised that the homicide rate is slightly down so far this year in uh, Chicago, 2021, which was the worst year for homicides in Chicago since 1996. So uh, that's, you know, and, and yet nothing, uh, nothing seems to register with her that, uh, you know, she's part of the problem. Uh, a, a, a reporter asked her, are you really going to run for re- reelection?" And, you know, and so, you know, that's hate, right? You know, you're, you know, you're uh, anti-frog or whatever, uh, if, you, <laughs> if you don't support the mayor. Yeah, yeah yes. it's speciesism. Well, yeah, okay. on, the, uh, on the other hand, uh,
1: that, was, uh, that was our second city. Meanwhile, in uh, the uh, uh, second capital city of the United States, Philadelphia, uh, you had a post uh, about a nice little 19-year-old kid who has been running guns into the city.
0: Oh yes, Uh, uh, Diana. Would you would you read that report for me? Because as I say, I don't have it in front of me. I'm on my phone.
2: Okay, say hello to Rahajahi Taylor Bachelor nineteen, who pleaded guilty earlier this month to gun trafficking charges in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. Bachelor was only 17 when he was arrested in September 2020 and despite his youth prosecutors said he was one of the masterminds of a major illegal firearms
0: trafficking operation. Um, do you want me to go on? No, 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 but but, but okay. the thing is is that every time um, you know, when we're discussing crime, liberals always want to make it—it's the guns, right? You know, and, and we're not supposed to notice uh, who is behind the guns and who is uh, selling the guns to criminals. Because uh, what our uh, young felon there. Uh, was Mm -hmm. was doing was a straw purchasing scheme uh to where they found uh somehow he he happened to know people who did not have criminal records uh and so they were able to buy the guns and as i recall that ring uh uh was uh sold 44 guns um many of which have been recovered at crime scenes and, and what they would do is you know, the straw purchase, have have somebody with a clean record go in and buy guns at all these stores. And, and then uh, resell them on the street. And uh, by the way, there's an economic aspect to this surge of uh, criminal violence. Everybody keeps talking about COVID, you know, that that, wow, this uh, crime surge happened in the year of, of, of COVID. Yes, it did. It also happened in the year of COVID relief money. Okay, when when suddenly everyone 18 or older was given a relief check. Right. Right. You know, sometimes thousands of dollars uh, just, you know, uh, that all this money that was poured out, uh, some of it got into the hands of people uh, who were uh, uh, criminals. And, and this helped fuel the demand for illegal guns, uh, and, and these, uh, uh, these are the people who have to fill that demand. So, well, so well, you know, you know Stacey, uh, I must confess,
1: uh, I spent my uh, checks on ammunition. I already had enough firearms. <laughs> but ammunition was hard enough to come by back then so I, I bought ammo um, but yeah I mean it, it, the, and the thing is is that uh, the, this this trafficking um, it, you know a lot of it is in straw purchase guns a lot of it is in mm-hmm. stolen guns
0: mm-hmm. right 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 Yes, and and the idea that gun control legislation is going to solve the problem, well, we have gun control legislation, part of which is is that uh, people with felony records, you know it's a federal crime for them to be in possession of a firearm, okay? a state
1: so- crime it's a state crime in almost every state for them to be in possession mm-hmm. of a firearm. And it is a uh, federal crime and a, a state crime in most states to knowingly sell or even give a firearm to a prohibited person.
2: Yes. Yeah, so we need more laws. So we need
1: more laws.
2: <laughs> we already <laughs> yeah, have right? Right, right. <laughs> 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 right? You know, I mean, See, it's like why? Why do we need a law? Doesn't. Why-
1: why do we need? Why do we need another Morgan, law to increase the penalty on uh, uh, a, a, a hate crime murder? When you're, you know, uh, if it, if you do it under federal jurisdiction, it's a death penalty, and the death penalty in most of the states still, and in the rest of them, it's it's life imprisonment. Why? How do you enhance
2: that? I have no idea. But show me a love crime first. Um, and then I will talk about it. Right.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what the, the thing is, is that laws must be enforced and, these uh, cities where this is uh, this crime is out of control, all run by Democrats who don't want to enforce the law because they are elected by criminals. OK, is it is that, you know, that in some of these cities, it, it you might think it, it, if you look at what's going on in Chicago or Philadelphia, as we call it, um, mm. If you look at some of these cities, mm. you've got to figure that the criminals must be a majority of the population uh, because, you know, they elect uh, guys like Krasner uh, mm. or, or uh, Chessa Boudin or uh, what's yeah. that one down in, uh, Gascon. in, in L.A.? What's his Gascon. name? Gascon. Yeah. George Gascon, yeah. Gar- Gar- what is Gar- it with Gar- the Gar- French name? Well, but I mean, so here's, almost, the, here's the yeah. thing: gas
2: guns are not French. Don't 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 call them French; they'll get well, annoyed. Well,
1: <laughs> well, look here. Here's the thing: Chicago and Philadelphia are, in fact, losing population because mm-hmm. the uh, responsible people are, who are able are moving out. So, in fact, it is they are becoming higher percentage criminal enclaves. Uh, but you know.
0: And, on the other and, hand and,
1: the, and and the thing is go ahead Well, on the other hand, you know, when the liberals don't get their way, we get to the point where they start acting crazy and become a, not necessarily a danger to others, but certainly a danger to themselves. Oh. You have this bozo from Colorado who uh he reminded oh, me goodness. of a, a a a a public service an announcement uh uh, that I used to uh, read uh, back in the late sixties, light your faith and you can light the world, you know? Uh, oh. And it was about encouraging people to go to church. But in this case, he definitely lit his face and lit the world. Uh, Bruce Wynn, the, the, uh, Wynn Bruce. Wynn Bruce. Rather, Winn Winn Bruce. Winn Bruce. Winn Bruce so his guy, first name
2: is Wynn. His uh, last yes, name is yes.
1: Bruce. Wynn <laughs> Bruce, the guy who uh, oh, set yes. fire to himself, uh, uh, at the Supreme Court. This is your crazy person who's dangerous, uh, mm-hmm. Stacy.
2: Go thou and do yeah, well, likewise.
0: Yes. Uh, when, yeah, when Bruce was an environmental activist, and uh, uh, he was very concerned about climate change, and so he lit himself on fire uh, in, in front of the Supreme Court um, on, on Earth Day, uh, and all I can say about that is go thou and do likewise, which is to say if all the environmentalists uh, were to uh, light themselves on fire in, in a, a mass protest... Uh, that, that this is something that I could uh, absolutely endorse despite my usual aversion uh, to protest movements. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, environmentalists uh, torching themselves, I, I, I think, would make the world a better place. Although, um, you know, at the price of gas, as you've noticed, is, is rather high. But I think we could uh, uh, get a... Uh, uh, uh you know money together to help uh, uh, enable uh, these environmentalists to uh, show their concern for the environment although you know you can't light yourself on fire with uh green energy uh windmills no. and uh, solar panels no. won't get the job done so so good old-fashioned. <laughs> well, yeah, as, as she was you pointing out, you, you can't. Yeah.
1: Well, but on the other hand, on the other hand, we would have the wonderful uh, opportunity to cite their uh, uh, estates for the air pollution.
0: <laughs> That's you so mean. Well, well, I hear the Well, uh, I, I hear the boogie-woogie piano in the background, which, uh, as always, signals... Uh, that we're nearing the end of the other podcast, but uh, uh, it has been fun being with you here from my remote location in rural Ohio, uh, and yep, I'm and glad we'll see Diana could uh, join us from Balgasta. Mm. And we'll we'll see if from uh, uh, we... across the table tomorrow.
1: I mean the next week, Stacy. Meanwhile Yeah, Saturday for good night
0: well. seven PM
1: Good night Be night. there or
0: be square.
2: Anyway <laughs> that was dumb. Sorry guys. Good night.
0: Well,
1: now
2: they call me the breeze I keep going down the
0: I Mr. Breeze <laughs>